0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to my podcast this morning. This morning I'll be reading about um devotional book. I'll be reading y'all description. I was gonna talk about don't let people talk you out of something. Okay. Today's devotion is coming from Jesus calling December the thirteenth. Take hold on. Take time to be holy. The word holy does not mean googly, gloogly. It means to set apart from a scared use. That is what these quiet moments in my presence are accomplished within you. As you focus your mind and heart on me, you are being transformed, recreated into one. I desire you to be. The process requires blocks of time set aside for communicate for communion with me. The benefits of this practice are limitless, emo, limitless emotional, and physical healing are enhanced by you soaking the soaking in the light of my presence you experience a nearness to me that strengthens your faith and fills you with peace you open yourself up to receive the many blessings that i have prepared for you you become a cleansed temple of my holy spirit who is able to do in and through you immeasurably more than you ask or imagine these are just some of the benefits of being still in my presence so the, the they verse is 2 Thessalonians 110, Psalms 27, 4, and 1 Corinthians six nineteen, and Ephesians 3.20. So I'm gonna read those to y'all. The first one is 2 Thessalonians. Mm-hmm i you sick be. Second Thessalonians Second Thessalonians. What I say was one ten. Okay, and it say in the state, states when he come in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired, admired among all those who believe because our testimony among you has believed. Okay, then we go to Psalms 27. Psalms twenty-seven four, And it states, One thing I have desired of the Lord that when I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire his temple Wait, what was that? to be acquired in his temple okay then I'm read 1st Corinthians 1st Corinthians 6 10 and it states nor thieves, nor covets, nor drunkenness, nor Oh my bad, six nineteen. My bad. Or do not, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. Then I'm gonna go over here to Ephesians, Ephesians three twenty, right? Three twenty, and it states, but you have not so learn Christ. Right? I think that's the wrong word. 3 320. I read the wrong one. Now to him who is able to see above all that we may act or think according to his power by according to the power that, that work in us. So that was today's devotional today about learning how to be holy. Take time to be holy time in my presence get to know who god is all about Commune with him be in his presence that's what today is that was today's devotion but today i'm going to talk about don't let people talk you out of something that you know you want to do okay let me give you a little let me be real let me give you a little history about me okay um i had lost everything while i stayed at state. i lost my apartment when i was staying alone okay i lost my apartment in longview um I lost my apartment in Longview. And I had to get out, so I had, had so I had to call my aunt. Oh, well, I called my aunt and uncle. See if I could come out there and stay with them, because I had no choice. I, don't get To mention I had like two sisters that stayed there. I mean, I could have stayed there in Longview, but my goal was to move to Houston. My goal was to move to Houston. That was my goal. My goal was to move to Houston when I finished college. So that I come in here find me a better job, find me a place, a house for me and my kids, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, as I was moving, I me and my I moved me and my kids out of a three bedroom apartment. I had to drive the U Haul. Nobody really helped me move my stuff into the U Haul. Me and my kids did all the heavy lifting, did all that. Me and my kids did that. So, um and don't forget I had three sisters that stayed there and they had husbands. Nobody helped me. And my thing is if I actually you, you ain't gonna help, I'm not gonna keep begging. That that is my thing. I'm not gonna beg nobody to help me. So I had to come out here and stay in Houston. I was out here staying in Houston, stay with my aunt and uncle for a year. Got my own place. You no. Know, got my own apartment by then. Um, had a car. And then all of a sudden I lost my apartment in Houston due to flooding before Harvey. Okay? I had, so I had to move into move into a hotel. I stayed in that hotel probably about three, three, three and a half. Almost two. But I say two to three years, at the most. That me and my kids stayed in the hotel. We had a store. We had put some of our stuff in storage because um, uh, the hotel was not big enough, and you know I ain't had no problem, you know stuff like that. So I stayed in the hotel for that long. So where well, I lost my hotel room because of hard because um, of hard because I couldn't get to work because of the flood, you know stuff like that. So um. I called my sister. My sister had called and told me. I said, well, we staying in the shelter. First, I told her we stay in the hotel. Then she said, well, but she can't stay in the hotel. CPS gonna come get your kids. girl. CPS not gonna come get my kids. I'm, I'm staying in the hotel. I'm with my kids. I can see I had left my kids or whatever. So, she, I was talking to her. She was like, Felicia, Houston is so hard. You can't make it out there. That's why I left Houston and, you no know, stuff like that. I don't want to be in, you know, this this same stuff. I was like... Okay, yeah, then I was like, yeah, you're right. I can't, I can't, i was saying to myself, I can't make it in Houston. I don't know what I'm going to do because, oh, see, it's hard out here. It's very hard out here. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have a job, but I when mean, I was work, I was a housekeeper at a hotel, and I also was working at Cypher ISD. I was like, I got two, I'm working two jobs, going from one job to the next job. I'm just, I'm just doing so much you know, It feels like I'm not making ends meet So this, this, And I said well I'm standing in the shelter right now And the shelter was going to try to help me get a place You know they was just help me get on my feet and stuff like that I was like I don't know what am I going to do You know I was just mad Mad at Jesus I was at the whole world then My sister was like well please you can't Peace is so hard out there you out there all by yourself So I said So you trying to tell me Jesus came, not got everybody back can got everybody just left me and my kids in Houston by herself So you know she got mad Because I was trying to be smart but I was like, you said I'm out here by myself, you know. Which I had, a, you know, I have an aunt and uncle to say But you know, they do their own thing and I do my own thing. That's, you know, that's that's the same how black families are Because when we was young and little, we used to do everything together. We used to, do, I mean, everything together. Now everybody's on their own way, trying to live like the Jones, trying to be this and trying. To, no, no, no. So I hate that. I hate how our family has just disconnected from everybody. But that's a different episode. Okay, so I was just saying, like, okay. Like, why Um, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm just going to go back to Longview. So I called my good friend that stay out here, too, because she was staying in the hotel, too. You know, she was like, what, what you going to go back there for? What's back there? And I said, I don't know, you know, but Longview was like my comfort zone. I mean, like, it was just a small, it was just comfort for me. It was, I did some stuff in Longview, but it was. You know, that was my place. That was my, you know, my kids had friends there. They had, you know, you know, this is stuff. I had friends there. It's like, I didn't want to move out here, so but I had to do what I had to do. So, I was like, okay. So, I uh, moved out here, stayed with them for a while, or whatever, then, you know, went to the hotel. My sister's like, because well, she used to hard out there. That's why I left there. You know, she's saying there's no jobs. I was like, okay. Look, I was listening to this, and I was about to be like, I just said, forget it, in the shelter, forget it, I'm just going to go back to Longview, and I'm not going to, I can't make it here no more, I had, to, I said that, not going to lie, I put it out there in the atmosphere, I said, I'm done, I'm done, I'm tired of this, I was crying, I was so mad at Jesus, because I was in the shelter, I was just so mad at him, I could just, if I could have saw him face to face, I probably would have cussed him out, but I was just so mad at him, and he knew I was ticked. God knew. So I was like, I'm just so mad at God. Like, why is God letting me suffer? Why is God got me going through all this bull crap and all this? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of life. I'm just done. I was saying that. Self say done. So my son said, Mom, if you go back, this is my youngest son. Everybody say he's like a prophet, whatever. So he said, Mom, if you go back, you're going to turn to a pillar of salt and I'm going to die. My son could quote the Bible. He He's not like a. He read the Bible, but you know, he's he can quote some stuff. And, and sometimes he can go straight to the Bible and tell you stuff about faith. I mean he just go, he just, you know, God use him. So I was like, don't say that. He said, Mom, if you go back, I'm gonna die and you're gonna turn to a pillow song. When he told me that, I was like, I can't do that to myself. And I, don't, I said, Don't say that, I don't want you to die, he said, Go back. Just like that. I was like, Okay, so I had to sit I had to just sit there and just think. This is a big city. Houston got all these opportunities out here. You know, the, the main the main reason why I wanted to move to Houston because it was it was a big city and it had so much potential for me and my kids. And you know, they had the best doctors, the best hospital because of my son was sick. My son is sick a lot. I mean, my you know, I'm like this is the where I need to be. And then people started telling me, "This is where Houston, you know, Houston, you know, this and that." They got you can get jobs out here. I was like, okay. So I said to my mom, "Okay, I'm gonna make it, no matter what happened. I'm going to stay in Houston. It might look like this. It might look like that. Then my kids said, Mom, as long as we together, we can make it. So I said, like, okay. So I got up from the shelter once Friday morning. I said, I'm going to find me an apartment. If That was my mind. I said, I'm going to find me an apartment. I don't care. I'm going to find me an apartment. Everybody like, go to Greenspoint? No, I would not go to Greenspoint. I need to be able to, if I have to leave work in the morning, I want to feel safe to leave my kids at home without them, you know, some stupid habit because I'm, you know, so I said, okay, so I moved. I got an apartment the first day. The first, When I went to go look at it, that's how God good is. I got the apartment. I went to go look, there. I was like, do you like it? Even though it was a two-bedroom, I was looking for a three-bedroom, 2 bad, you know. But sometimes God gives you what you need at that moment. So I was like, okay, it's a two-bedroom, 2 bad. I was like, I like it, you know. It reminded me of my old apartment that I used to stay in Longview. So some, I was like, well, maybe God's taking me back. So I could re- relearn some things that I missed back then. So I was like, okay. So I I, said, I like it. So the same day, I, the same day, she was just like, she did my credit check. She did everything right then and there. I gave her my check stuff offline or whatever because I work for Site Fair, you know, all that stuff. I did that. I was like, she said, oh, you approve. But then she said, would you have like this, um, you know, I had like a broken lease or whatever. But she said, oh, that's about to fall off. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's going to fall off like that. I was like, what? She said, don't worry about it. She moved me in the same day with a broken lease and everything. And I said, there was no, I was just so shocked and just so scared because I don't let like people run my credit because I was like, uh, why y'all looking at credit? Jesus don't look at credit. Jesus look at your heart. But you know, everybody, you know, everybody got that. But I was like, I moved in. So I was like, I moved. I got the proof for the apartment that Saturday. I signed the lease and moved in that same day. Friday, I approved it. Saturday, I got the apartment. So I was like, "Don't let nobody talk you out of nothing. That's my goal. Don't let nobody talk you out of nothing. Mean like, yeah, I could listen to my sister, and I would if, and I sit back and think sometimes, if I had a missed, listen to my sister. Look what I had a missed out on. I would have missed out all the blessing that God because since I've been here, don't get me wrong, it's been hard, it's been tight, it's been you know this and that. But I have seen God move in my life. Like, I have seen people bless me. One Thanksgiving, we stayed in the hotel. People brought us food for Thanksgiving. Like, they catered Thanksgiving dinner to us and brought it to us. When I stayed in my apartment, first moved into my apartment, somebody catered us Thanksgiving dinner. So, I didn't have to cook that Thanksgiving. Like, for Christmas, I didn't have to buy my kids nothing. I mean, I bought my kids one thing because, you know, one thing. And that was um, the Xbox that they really wanted, and I told them I was going to get it for them. And I saved up for that, and I got them a Xbox. But I'm trying to tell you, don't let anybody talk you out of nothing. I'm in. I graduated from school with a associate's degree. Now I'm going back to school to get my bachelor's degree. And I said, if I was in Longview, I don't think I would be doing the stuff. The half of the stuff that I'm doing now, that I'm doing here, that I would be doing. I wouldn't be doing there. Meaning, like, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't start my podcast. I wouldn't start my blog. God gave me that because I think God had to isolate me from some stuff so that when he give get me by myself so I could hear him and just listen to him. Yes, I was in Longview doing, God knows what he's doing. There was stuff that I shouldn't supposed to be doing, but I feel like he brought me here to, not isolate myself, but just get me from stuff so I could be alone. And I that I can hear from God, and that I can do things that I wanted to do, because before I look up, my kid's about to be at the house, then what I'm going to do, so I'm going I'm going to school, I'm getting my bachelor's degree, and stuff like that, but I also have a podcast, and I have a blog, and so my next step is to try to turn it into a, a business, or whatever, so that way I can be able to work from home, but I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have thought of this if I was in Longview, I'm just being point blank, I probably would have thought it Probably down years down the line, but I don't think I would have thought of it because I was in a hotel and I said, well, I want to do a blog, I a blog." I God gave me the, that desire to start a blog while I was in the hotel. And what I was doing the podcast, is when I was at our apartment this year. This in a, I just said I want to get my stuff out there. I did the blog. I still do my blog. I really haven't posted yet, but the podcast. I was like, I want to do that because I, I saw somebody else do it. And I said, if they can do it, why can't I do it? So, I just want to tell y'all, do not let nobody talk you out of something. I don't care what they may say. If you say you can do it, go for it. You can do it. If somebody say, oh, you can't do this, and you know you have sight in your mind that you want to do this, do it. Don't let nobody talk you out of nothing. I mean, like, nothing. Don't let nobody talk you out of nothing. Because I feel like if I had a lesson to my sister... Even if she had my own mama calling me and telling me, "Please, you know, you can you need to come up." I was like, "Mama, I I, I got so frustrated because I said, "Mama, I can make it here. I don't care what happened." I said, "If it get too bad, I leave." It ain't got worse. Some days has been worse. Some days it has been, days, it's been like, "I like, oh look," but I made it through, and I just feel like God. That apartment that I say look just like the old apartment I used to stay. In, he's taking me back for a reason, and that's 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 why I got from. If it. It, the, the apartment is built just. Exactly like that. Look like it everything. So I said, God is taking me back for something I missed in the back then. So I have to. I gotta learn it. So listen to me clearly. Don't let about talk you at your dreams. Don't let about talk you. Out. Whatever you want to do in life, don't let about talking. You. you have made it in your mind. People are like, well, please your podcast. I don't. And then Courtney's like, well, uh, my friend was like, please. I don't care. We're only one person listen to your podcast. You keep doing it and I do it every day. I don't care. Don't mind to my podcast. I don't care. I'm doing this for me because I know one day somebody's going to hear it and they're going to be like, oh my God, she been through, oh my, I done been through that. Oh, you know, I'm going through that right now. Thank you, Felicia, for helping me with it. Whatever the case may be, I'm doing it because I know there's people out there who heard it. I know there's people out there. It's not a lot of stuff that single moms have, you know, for kids. I mean, it's not like, a, like a platform. Yes, yeah, like in a You know, I ain't got, you know, people that have money, you know, they can do stuff like that. But I'm starting from the bottom. And when I get to the top, trust and do believe me. I'm going to try to help as many people as I can. Trust me. Because I said, I have told God that and God's going to give me that desire. So, until next time, people. Have a good day. Have a blessed day. And don't let nobody, nobody, I mean nobody, talk you out of something that you want to do. Okay? Thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Have a blessed one.